Hey, what's going on? It's your man Talon back again for another episode of Born a Ball. Talking about last night's games. Uh, last night we had Toronto versus Washington. You had Cleveland Cavaliers versus Indiana Pacers. You had Oklahoma City versus Utah Jazz. Now we start off with Toronto Washington. Close out game for Toronto. Uh, you had DeMar DeRozan, Kyle Lowry, and of course their bench mob. Uh, top scoring bench in the league during the regular season. And then you had Washington Wizards, who have been struggling. Had a couple good games, but uh, really needed John Wall and Bradley Bill to step up. John Wall's had some good numbers. Bradley Bill, not so much. So, you had Toronto win this game by 10 points in what's considered a low-scoring game for today's NBA. Uh, you had Kyle Lowry, DeMar DeRozan with uh, 24 points and 16 points respectively. Jonas Valanciunas, 14 points. Now, neither one, Kyle Lowry, DeMar DeRozan, shot too well. You know, Kyle Lowry, he, he, 15 shots, 9 for 15. That's pretty good, uh, about 60%. Uh, it was only 3 for 7 from the three-point line, 42-43%. Uh, DeMar DeRozan actually 6 for 18. But, like I always say, others matter. Uh, the bench had... About 34 points last night. I want to say they averaged almost 40 points during the regular season. So pretty much on par with what they always do. Others matter. You know, bottom line. You know, your superstar is only going to do so much. Uh, the more your bench can come in, you can rest your starters more. And, you know, you can get a good rhythm in. And, and you know, not drop down once your bench comes in. Bradley Bill, John Wall played 40 plus minutes last night. Both of them took 22 shots. Bradley Bill, 10 for 22, had 32 points. 6 for 10 from 3, so he he filling out there 60%. That's always great, you know. John Wall, 9 for 22. 1 for 5 from 3. Between the both of them, they only shot 10 free throws. Uh, for somebody that had the ball as much as John Wall, you would like to see that number at about 7 or 8 free throws a game. Bench-wise, they had 20 points off the bench. Between Mike Scott, uh, Mahimi, Sadonofsky, and Ty Lawson. Who they just picked up for the playoffs. So, you know, Washington's going home. Got to rethink some things. And honestly, it's probably about time they uh, get rid of uh, Wall of Bill. Might have to be John Wall. Not because I don't believe in John Wall. But because Bradley Bill just signed that, that huge deal. And uh, since then, he hasn't really lived up to anything. So what's the market going to be like for Bradley Bill? But I think it's time that you got to blow this pair up uh, and try to start start somewhere. Um, not saying trust the process. Nobody likes seeing losing teams. But uh, you, you definitely got to get rid of this team. So Toronto's moving on. And, you know, got to see who they face between Boston and, uh, I'm sorry, I guess they're going to face uh, Indiana Pacers or the uh, Cleveland Cavaliers. All right, which is going to run me into the uh, next game we're going to talk about. Very exciting game. 
if you're not if you're if you're a Cavs fan, not so much. But Cleveland, uh, Indiana, the Pacers had their backs against the wall. Three two, Cleveland was up. Neither went at home. Now, in my opinion, I watched this game. It looked like LeBron took tonight off. Let's call it what it is. Uh, LeBron took tonight off. He only played 31 minutes. He's averaging 40, 43 points. I'm sorry, 40, 43 minutes uh, game. So he had, he played 31 minutes tonight. Of course, didn't play the whole entire third quarter. So I get a uh, fourth quarter. I'm sorry. So I guess up until the fourth quarter, LeBron's actually played 30 minutes. So if the game was close, he probably would have been in the whole fourth quarter. Um, but it just it just looked like to me on offense he kind of took tonight off. He was seven for sixteen, only took sixteen shots. Uh, last few games LeBron had forty plus. Um, like I said, LeBron's gonna have to average forty to win, or close to it. Uh, he had thirty plus points today one, um, but LeBron was seven for sixteen. Not a bad shoot percentage, three for six for three. Um, that's pretty consistent. And free throws five for five. So. LeBron, you know, he he's doing his job. Problem is, he was minus twenty four while he was on the floor because Indiana Pacers Victor Oladipo likes out, you know, and it still goes, you know, LeBron needs help from his others. Um, the Cavs, of course, you know, like I said, fourth quarter, LeBron didn't play, so you had most of the bench in. You had Jack Green, Ronnie Hill, Larry Nance, Jordan Clarkson. Uh, Ozman, which I don't know why he's not playing as much. He played during the regular season, but he's not really playing. And Kevin Love actually went down in this game. Um, looks like he got elbowed in the face by uh, Miles Turner. He was out. LeBron also caught elbows. Probably his fault. Uh, Miles Turner was actually standing on the baseline. LeBron went to pass around and ran into his elbow. Cut his eye. Happened to basketball players all the time. I got a scar now. You know, it, that type of thing happens. But Kevin Lowe is actually out for the game, so not 100% sure of his status. Pretty sure he'll play next game, but probably because the game was already out of reach. They were down 20-plus for the bulk of the game. Um, probably why he didn't come back in. So, you know, off the bench, you had Rodney Hood and Jeff Green with 25 between two of them, 12 to 13 points. Jordan Clarkson only had five in 24 minutes. Not good for him. Larry Nance had six points. Uh, which you, you don't look at him as a big scorer, uh, more somebody who's diving to the basket, occasionally hit that open 12 to 15 footer. But uh, once again, this is also what I like to call filler time, you know, at the end of the game. Uh, fourth quarter, the game's already out of reach. So, you know, the value, the pressure's not there. The game pressure's not there. Um, I, 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 like I said, I think LeBron took tonight off because he knew he had game seven in Cleveland. Um, it's a dangerous concept. Once again, we know LeBron can ball. We know LeBron can push his team to wins, and he's gonna have to average forty points to win. His supporting cast is not consistent enough for him to just casually, you know, not not look to score. Which we all know is not LeBron James' focal point. Uh, he can score, but he's not a scorer. There's a clear difference. Now, Indiana, like I said, Victor Oladipo was on a mission. He has not played good this series since the first two games. Um, he's actually been very, very underwhelming. Uh, tonight, he came out. 
and Victor Oladipo balled. And once again, others matter. Um, so it wasn't just Victor. You know, Victor Oladipo had 28 points on 11-19 shooting, 6 for 8 from 3. At one point, he was 5 for 5, couldn't miss. And he had 13 rebounds, 10 assists with two turnovers. He came out and balled. This, this is a game he needed for his confidence. So I understand LeBron James taking the game off, knowing he had game seven in Cleveland. At the same time, that's the recipe for disaster because you've been struggling all, all, all uh, serious with your others. So me personally, I would like to see LeBron try to close it out. They were up early, came out hot. Uh, Cleveland could miss to hit about six, six threes in the first quarter. But it's cooled off. Indiana heated up. Victor Oladipo heated up. And it got ugly quick. Um, you had Bajanovic only had 10 points, 2 for 7 for 3. He's going to make more shots than that. So, you know, Thaddeus Young, 10 points. Miles Turner, 12 points. Victor Oladipo, like I said, 28. Darren Collison with 15. Lance Stevenson with 12. And Sabonis with 19 off the bench. Lance and Sabonis double figures off the bench. That's seven players in double figures. And Corey Joseph had nine points. That's how you win games. Equal scoring. Your best player shows up. And they just dog Cleveland. They dogged them. You know, they took them behind the woodshed and they beat them up. Uh, so that's why, like I said, LeBron James didn't play. You know, as a team, they shot 50% from three, 15 for 30. That's, you know, that's that's going to be hard to beat. Um, now, of course, last year, Cleveland had 20-plus. We all know uh, the Rockets and the, and the Warriors can get 20-plus threes in a game. But when you're a team that doesn't shoot well and has consistency problems like Cleveland does, Indiana getting hot at home, they could take that and roll it right over to your gym blow you out in your arena and then legacy of LeBron James might have little questions now to me LeBron James still all time great but this team is not the best team he's ever been around and I think he knows this isn't a championship quality team so you gotta look forward to this uh, next game game 7 believe that's going to be on uh, Sunday. It should be a, it should be a good one. Last game, last night. Yeah, the Oklahoma City Thunder against the Utah Jazz. Now I picked the Jazz to win this anyway, just because I don't. I never liked how Oklahoma City played. Um, ball dominance, ISO ball. Equals losing ball. It, it, it is what it is. Um, last game, they were down 3-1. Utah was up 25 points. Oklahoma City came back. So, that's great for them. Don't get me wrong. Great for them. Uh, Russell Westbrook had a great game shooting. But, if anybody knows and have watched basketball... That's fool's gold. Because Russell Westbrook is not a great shooter. Mid-range, yes. Mid-range at the elbow. A little quick pull-up he has. 
he could hit that all day. However, he shoots around 30% for threes as an average. And there's a reason why the NBA has averages. Because it tells you the quality player that you have. Now, everybody's going to have a bad game, a good game. But your average says exactly who you are. More times than not. So, when the back is against the wall, and this is my only thing against Russell Westbrook. Love his heart. Love his passion for the game. But his decision making is what's going to hold him back. And I believe that's the reason why Kevin Durant left. Because instead of deferring to someone who's a better quality player as far as shooting-wise... Russell Westbrook likes to try to take the ball himself. I'm not, I, I don't hate you for it, um, but you got to be able to pick and choose your spots. Uh, that's the only thing, because Russell Westbrook averaged a triple-double this year, right? Because he was trying to average a triple-double this year. Russell Westbrook did not average a triple-double for this series. Now, if that was the player he was, then he would average a triple-double night in, night out. Like, LeBron James is almost a short bet to almost average a triple-double every game just because he's a natural rebounder. He's a natural passer. He can score the ball, but he's not a scorer. So, LeBron James will always be around that triple-double stat-wise. Russell Westbrook, not so much. Because you do what is innate to you once pressure arises. So, his natural reaction is a four shots, is a keep going, is, oh, I can score this time. Instead of setting up a play, running a play, getting somebody else in rhythm. Paul George had five points. Now, he was two for 16, so he has to take some type of culpability for the shots that he missed. He was 0 for 6 from 3. Alright. 1 for 2 from the free throw line. That tells me that Paul George was never in rhythm. He was never involved. Carmelo Anthony. I'm not a fan. And it kind of proved itself. Um, now, he's he's not a the Carmelo Anthony in Denver. Or his first year or two in uh, New York. He's the old Carmelo Anthony. You know, his his... Athleticism was always, you know, uh, about a little more than average, but it wasn't, you know, he wasn't a, a supreme athlete. So when you get older, you slow down. Now he can still shoot the ball. He played 25 minutes, seven points, three for seven shooting. Steven Adams, who personally I think he could be a max contract center just because of what he gives you. Um, and he, most important rule in basketball is to know yourself and your own abilities. Steven Adams don't try to shoot the ball. If it's not inside of 8 to 10 feet with a floater, Steven Adams isn't taking that shot. He also rebounds. In 39 minutes, he had 19 points on 9 of 11 shooting. And he had 16 rebounds. 8 offense and 8 defense. Even with his great stats, he was only plus four. Heck, there was only three people on the Thunder roster that was in a, in a plus for, uh, for the plus minus uh, stats when it was on the court. 
two of our best players, Jeremy Grant and Raymond Felton. Corey Brewer, a solid 3 and D guy, good energy. 15 minutes, two points. Russell Westbrook, 43 minutes, 46 points. 18 of 43 shooting. He shot once every minute that he was on the court. 7 for 19 three-point shooting, which is actually a little bit better than his average, surprisingly. So, how do you take almost 23s? How do you take almost 23s as a point guard in a closeout game and still get your, your teammates involved? Now, he was only 3 for 6 from the line. Now, the misses, I'm not worried about misses. Everybody missed. He was 3 for 6. Not great, obviously. But he only went to the line six times. That's an alarming stat. Because when you play basketball, if you're out of rhythm, get to the basket, get fouled. Shoot free throws. See the ball go through the basket. Russell Westbrook had 10 rebounds. He had five assists, but he also had five turnovers. That's a wash. There's a reason why KD left. Now, I wasn't a fan of where he went, but I wasn't upset that he left because I can understand. Russell Westbrook is a great player for himself not for others now I guarantee you Paul George leaves and he has a better season not that he had a horrible season it's just everybody that leaves ends up being in a better position now I'm not going to say also bonus left and he, he's having a great year and he had a better year than last year but last year was also his rookie year so I don't really count him but you look at a Victor Oladipo. Serge Ibaka kind of fell off before he left. I uh, want to be more a perimeter shooter. But I just don't think Russell Westbrook gives you wins. As great as he is, singular, I don't think he'll ever win your championship based off of how he plays. Now, Ricky Rubio got hurt. Now, I know most people, oh, that's not, that's not major. That, you know, it doesn't matter. But Ricky Rubio actually is a catalyst for that offense. It takes Dunham, it takes Dunham and Mitchell off the ball. Meaning he could just focus on scoring. The same way Rondo does with Drew Holiday, right? You have a, a guard who can score the ball, but their natural position is point guard. So you bring in another point guard who can facilitate and orchestrate that offense. Now that frees that other person up to just focus on score. They don't have to worry about facilitating the ball. Because that's not their top skill. So Ricky Rubio played seven minutes. Got hurt. 
hopefully he's back uh, for that second round because they're, they're going to need Rubio, uh, which is funny hearing that, being that when he was in Minnesota, they got nowhere. He leaves, he goes to the playoffs. They went to the playoffs too, but he's going to the second round. So you have Joe Ingles, 12 points. Three for six from three, meaning that he stretched the floor. Derek Favors, 13 points. Rudy Gobert, 12 points. 13 rebounds, three blocks. Donovan Mitchell, 38 points. Now remember, Russell Westbrook had 40 plus points. 43 points, or 46 points. I'm sorry. 46 points in 43 minutes. 18 and 43 shooting. Donovan Mitchell, rookie. Out of Louisville, second-year player. Fourteen for twenty-six. Thirty-eight points. Five for eight from three. Remember, Russell Westbrook took nineteen threes. Five for five from free throw line. And once again, what is his strong suit? Scoring the ball. So, he needs another player that can facilitate. Four rebounds, two assists. He had five turnovers as well. Actually, Dunham Mitchell was minus six when he was on the court. Which, the, the, the Thunder did make a late push to make it 96-91. But, this game was obviously in hand. Jay Crowder, 30 points off the bench. Or, I'm sorry, 30 minutes, 5 points. 2 for 10. Now, the game before, he had about 27 points. Royce O'Neal, valuable minutes. 18 minutes, 2, 4, 5 points. Alec Burke, for whatever reason, he hasn't been getting playing time. But he's a bucket. He's a bucket. Hopefully he gets more playing time in the second round. Because I think he really give him some good stuff. 16 minutes, 11 points, 4 for 8 shooting. But I, I like him. I've always liked him. But there's a difference in play style here. You have team ball. And you have iso ball. Now, you have a player who can score in the iso. But they don't run sets primarily out of the ISO. They're hard-nosed defensive team. They play hard. They rebound. And they have defined roles. Something that Russell Westbrook, I don't know if he ever will have a defined role. I think for Russell Westbrook, really, to be effective, he would need to play with a group of others who can shoot the ball, defend the ball and he can be the primary scorer because it just doesn't seem to be any any flexibility uh, within Russell Westbrook's game which is why uh, oh, Carmelo Anthony is still going to be there next year guaranteed uh, but I think Paul George will leave and hopefully head out west I'm a Lakers fan 
I'll take Paul George and uh, Kawhi Leonard. Uh, just, you know, let me have Kuzma still. But I, I just don't see Russell Westbrook being that effective um, with with other players. So that was last night. Coming up tonight on TNT, you got Milwaukee Bucks against Boston. Now, this is really a toss-up. It's at Boston, but Milwaukee seemed to found a little recipe um, for for being able to get out and actually be effective. Uh, Giannis is doing a little bit better being assertive. Thon Maker uh, got inserted to the starting lineup, which I don't know why he wasn't in there anyway. Uh, being 6'10", 6'11", he could stretch the floor. Um, he could block shots. Which is what you need. Uh, Giannis needs space. There has been a Jabari Parker uh, sighting. Uh, he's shown up pretty good the last two, three games. Um, it just He's given more effort, uh, which is big for any player. You got Boston. I mean, Boston just got Marcus Smart back. He played pretty decent. Um, so he should be playing a little bit better this game. You know, got one game underneath his belt uh, since, the, since the return from injury. Uh, Jalen Brown, he's been doing you know a solid job. Uh, Jason Tatum, I'm gonna need a little bit more. I know he's a rookie. I need some more out of me. Um, but I think that this is a good game. Comes on at eight o'clock. Uh, then you got the Pelicans and Warriors uh, starting game one, which I'm kind of surprised that they're actually starting the second the second round in the West prior to all teams being done. Um, like I say, you still got you still got some game sevens out there uh, that still has to be played, but I'm just surprised that they're starting the second round prior to uh, everyone being done. So that's that's pretty much it. What we got right now, and uh, I'll catch you guys later. Hit me up, send me a message if you think I should include something, take something out. Uh, like to have a little opinion dialogue. I'll see you guys tomorrow.